share ownership is important for us as an organization. That's sort of one of the key elements that we sort of use. And the other piece to it is it's a great employee benefit for us. And we're very lucky that our share price does so well from that perspective. But it's also about looking at it as, you know, another investment option for employees and really helping them save for their futures, et cetera, because a lot of our employees also use it as sort of a savings vehicle from that perspective. From ShareWorks by Morgan Stanley, this is Thriving Globally with Equity a podcast following companies as they break into global markets. I'm Mercy Lee Bell, and on today's episode, we're talking to Michaela Costello, Head of Executive Compensation, Performance Management, and Employee Equity at CSL. Michaela joined the Australian Biotechnology Group in 2013. In her time there, she's seen the company more than double its headcount to 27,000. But the journey wasn't all smooth sailing. In 2016, CSL shareholders protested against the company's U.S.-style executive compensation arrangements. Michaela stepped in to redesign the framework and bring CSL's shareholders back on side. But CSL was the second act of Michaela's career. Her first job was in financial services, working across the National Australia Group first at Bank of New Zealand, and then its parent company, National Australia Bank. She was there for almost 11 years, moving between various performance, pay, and strategy roles. By the end of her tenure, she was managing the design and implementation of all employee equity programs for the entire group. All told, she was supporting some 35,000 employees. But after more than a decade with the bank, she was thinking about a change. When a position at CSL opened up, Michaela was instantly drawn in by its mission to improve patients' quality of life. She applied and got the job. From her first day, she knew she had made the right decision. I'll never forget my first day at CSL where I was meeting with an employee who had a couple of questions on their ESS tax statement for the year. But we got talking just about her career at CSL, and she'd been with the organization at that point for about 25 years. And I was just struck by the culture of the organization and that every employee is there for the patient. Everything we do is about saving lives, protecting public health. And that resonated with me through the interview process. And then at day one, to see it so clearly, and, you know, it's really part of our DNA and our culture at CSL is the patient focus, and that has real meaning. Beyond the culture shift, CSL was a very different organization than what she was used to. It was substantially smaller than the National Australia Group, When she arrived, CSL had just 11,000 employees. And although its HR department was very established, its employee equity team was still very small. In fact, it was just her. I came on board and was a one-woman show. But given my experience I'd had in the past at my other organizations and sort of leveraging the relationship with our share plan administrator, 
we were able to bring in more efficient processes, etc. And as we've grown as an organization, you know, it has become more than just a role for one person. So I have expanded the team. So I have another colleague that works with me to do the share plan side of things. But I would say I joined in it, you know, they had mature, but mature manual processes. Michaela's team wouldn't stay small for long. Neither, for that matter, would CSL. Shortly after she joined, CSL acquired Novartis's vaccine arm and spun it out into a subsidiary called Securus, which is now one of the world's largest vaccine manufacturers in the world. Alongside acquisitions, CSL continued to grow its blood plasma service line, opening more plasma centers around the world. They doubled down on research and development, too bringing in a steady line of new products, services, and therapies to market. But CSL's growth also attracted more scrutiny from shareholders, regulators, and the media. In 2016, CSL's investors raised concerns over the company executive compensation packages. So in 2016, we received a first strike on our remuneration report. And under Australian legislation, if you receive a no vote of 25% or more for two consecutive years, uh, then there's the potential for a board spill based on shareholder resolutions. So that was sort of a wake-up call to us and a time to review the program. CSL's first strike was big news at the time. Shareholders objected to what they called U.S.-style executive salaries and levied a handful of criticisms at the company's equity programs. First, they complained about how much unhurdled equity CSL offered its executives. Without performance conditions, C-suite execs earned the same equity, regardless of how CSL performed. Another criticism concerned valuations. For years, CSL had used fair value to determine quantum. Given the strength of CSL's share price, that meant executives were receiving more awards. In partnership with the board, Michaela began rehabilitating CSL's compensation programs, integrating shareholder feedback with industry best practices to create a new fit-for-purpose framework. She cut many of the company's old legacy programs, including an option and performance rights plan for senior management. Losing legacy plans made CSL's remuneration framework simpler and more streamlined. Michaela also developed a single, globally competitive pay structure. She paid particular attention to alignment. The new structure tied executive reward to both business performance and shareholder return. In other words, executives had to drive real achievement to earn their full reward. She says the changes made CSL more market competitive, and made it easier for people execs to identify, engage, and retain key talent within the group. But CSL's executive programs aren't the only form of equity plan the company offers. They also have a broad-based program for all its employees. We operate what our broad-based plan, which is our Global Employee Share Plan, or GISP as we call it, and that is a plan that all employees that have had at least six months service are able to participate in. We operate a post-tax 
salary contribution plan. And the way we action is through a discount. So we have a minimum 15% discount. We run an enrollment contribution period and allocate twice a year. And that is actioned across all of our 39 uh, different countries in which we operate in. Unlike CSL's executive equity programs, its global share plan has remained mostly untouched since its inception in 2002. Its support stems from CSL's philosophy around employee equity, that everyone should have the opportunity to own part of the organization. The GSPOR Global Employee Share Plan, that has actually been in place since 2002. So that was one of the, the very early on programs that we made available to our employees. So that one was never came up in discussions with investors. I think, you know, there's, there's absolute support for that program, given it supports share ownership by our employees and really sort of giving them, you know, a chance to own a part of the organization. So look, for us, share ownership is important for us as an organization. So, you know, that that's sort of one of the key elements that we sort of use. And the other piece to it is it's a great employee benefit for us. And we're very lucky that our share price does so well from that perspective. But it's also about looking at it as Another investment option for employees and really helping them, you know, save for their futures, etc. Because a lot of our employees also use it as sort of a savings vehicle um, from that perspective. So for us, this is one of our only sort of global benefits that we actually offer um, to all employees consistently and globally, which is fantastic. And we have really good uptake across the organization in our different countries. What's particularly impressive about CSL's global share plan is how widely it's used. Across the 39 countries CSL operates, 37 currently have GESP participants. Michaela says she sees the value of widespread adoption, higher performance, more engagement, increased creativity. But those benefits do come at a cost. Operating an equity plan across 39 countries means dealing with 39 different legal systems and 39 different tax regimes. It's a colossal undertaking, but one, Michaela says, is worth the investment. So the key ones are legal and tax. So, of course, compliance is really huge because, you know, not only when you go to do the awards, so it's like the information you have to make available to employees. It's the registrations and we've got operations in China. So, you know, China safe registration is an example of one of the challenges that we face on an annual basis from that perspective. Then, you know, you've sort of got from a tax perspective where you've got the withholding obligations, the reporting obligations, and it's easy for us to partner with our third party providers to sort of help us. But, you know, you've got at the other end of it all, you know, when you're needing to implement things through payroll, where you've got withholding and reporting obligations, where you're relying on different payrolls. And we may operate in 39 different countries, but we've got a lot more than that in terms of different payrolls that operate for our different businesses. And so that's one of our big challenges because you've got to ensure 
that compliance piece and you're relying on others to be able to do that implementation for you. And at the same time, you've got to be able to educate them so that they understand what it is they're doing and why from that perspective as well. So I would say in addition to the sort of communication and education piece we spoke about, that legal and tax compliance piece is another one of the big challenges that we face. But rules, regulations, and red tape is just one side of global expansion. Operating in varied geographies means working with different people. The other thing that plays into it for us is the whole language factor, because, of course, for a lot of our employees, English is not their first language. So, yeah, if I think about starting, you know, the employee life cycle. So, you know, when we are bringing employees into the organization, just like other companies, are, we have commencement benefits where we're sort of buying out equity that they might hold at other organizations. So for certain roles, there is that hook from day one in terms of that ownership in the company. When it comes to the Global Employee Share Plan, that is something that forms part of our sort of recruitment package where we do publicize, you know, as part of onboarding, etc., the Global Employee Share Plan. And so that sort of then flows into sort of each time we're running the enrollments, etc., in terms of how we communicate and educate. So What we did a couple of years ago is we developed a short two-minute video that we then translated into our core languages, which for us, when we do communications, we have English, Chinese, Japanese, German, and French are the languages we translate to. So we prepared this short video, which was a real simple but effective, this is how the Global Employee Share Plan operates. And admittedly, we also did a video on our restricted share unit program, which we called Retain and Grow. And so that really just was a a video that gave an overview of how the program worked. We also developed a fact sheet, which is sort of an interactive PDF that an employee can go in and have a look at and sort of understand how the program works. And so the key with that, just like the video, was how we made it simple to understand. Because as you point out, equity is complex at the best of times. So to try and sort of explain things so that people understood the mechanics, how it all worked is important for us. We've got a site on our HR portal or our internal intranet that has a lot of information. And so we step through all the different parts of the programs, what they need to know. We have frequently asked question documents that we make available. But for us, it's about doing as much as we can on that education and communication piece so that people understand what a great benefit we have available to us, but understand how it all works. You've been listening to Michaela Costello, Head of Executive Compensation, Performance Management, and Employee Equity at CSL. Michaela's only been at CSL for a little over seven years, but it's been an eventful seven years. She's helped the company cut away their clunky legacy remuneration programs and roll out a new globally competitive pay structure. But she isn't resting on her laurels. Michaela says she keeps a close eye on how the industry is evolving, searching for new trends and developments. 
she's ready to adapt CSL's equity plans in order to stay market competitive, to attract, retain, and engage employees, to continue delivering on the strategy of the organization. Thanks for joining us. To learn more, check out share.work podcast. You'll find other episodes of Thriving Globally with Equity, along with deep dive articles on each story. Thriving Globally with Equity is a production from ShareWorks by Morgan Stanley. Writing by David Balance from Campfire Labs, narration by me, Mercy Lee Bell, and additional production and editing by Studio Pod Media. This publication is for informational purposes only. The authors are neither employees of nor affiliated with Morgan Stanley, Smith Barney, LLC, Morgan Stanley. Morgan Stanley is not implying an affiliation, sponsorship, endorsement, approval, investigation, verification, or monitoring of any information contained in the publication. In no event shall Morgan Stanley be responsible for the information contained on any third-party website or your use of or inability to use such site. You should also be aware of the terms and conditions of the third-party website and the site's privacy policy. The opinions expressed by the authors are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Morgan Stanley. The information and data in the article or publication may be deemed reliable. However, their accuracy and completeness is not guaranteed by Morgan Stanley. And providing you with this information is not to be considered a solicitation on our part with respect to the purchase or sale of any securities, investments, strategies, or products that may be mentioned. In addition, the information and data used in the publication or article are as of the date of the article when it was written and are subject to change without notice. ShareWorks by Morgan Stanley Services are provided by Morgan Stanley Smith Barney LLC, member SIPC and its affiliates, all wholly owned subsidiaries of Morgan Stanley. CRC 34451863321.